0: Hey, it's your old pal Slim, one of three living hosts for Paper Keg. This podcast ran for 300 episodes focused on best friends, talking and reviewing comic books. Somewhere along the way, life happened and we decided to go on hiatus. Every so often, we're lucky enough to get back together to record. This episode, you'll hear from writer Jonesy Loves Beer. It don't get much better than this. VP of Merchandise. Dale underscore a
1: Logan. Please tell me you did not cut these women and you can remember them.
0: Enjoy
2: my spidey sense is tingling.
0: Big shit.
2: ladies and gentlemen. Your mother's favorite bond, the Smithy Dalton.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: we still got it, it's like we never left all those years ago. Let's just let it ride well, for a little bit, you know?
1: All of y'all should listen to Now, if you ever catch me snitching, just haul off and slap me. They on the other team. Let's rumble. It's my thoughts exactly. They work for gangsters and they whack for hunting. Do this pattern. A playbook pop them with a pistol and get executed. A mama murdering with missiles and you
0: get saluted. Go ahead and get the and they DNA computed. But bankers in the Bahamas off a billion sleuth. next can you clap?
2: One final time.
0: <laughs> Three best friends. They used to do a show about comic books every week. And now maybe once a year we get together. You're looking up our credentials online. You're wondering, what's this show about? We have writer. Jonesy loves beer.
2: First of you like most recent episode, June 2017, What Gives. And they you're like, what has Jonesy the Beer composed lately? Uh, just the other day, I added some, uh, some words to an Instagram story. And then uh, I think I wrote a grocery list where I added the item, mm-hmm. please, God, toilet paper. We have so little remaining. How'd you make out with that? Well, I didn't get any toilet paper, but I got a 60-pack of Dunkin' Donuts original K-Cups. So I feel like if I had to rim my anus with something, it could be the peeled lids
0: of the K-Cups. That is a revolting sentence that I just heard. Bless. Writer. Vice President of Merchandise, Dale underscore A, fresh off a hot new podcast release, Bat and Spider, with one Chuck Forsman- Welcome back to the show.
1: Man, it feels so amazing to be here, like we never left, uh, as we are wont to do. And uh, yeah, I'm, you know, new house, new state since the last episode of Paper Keg, probably. You know, in my head, I can't do the uh, Gregorian calendar much in my head anymore. So this this is what it is. And uh, I'm great. I'm I'm just excited to be here, listening to the Street Sweeper Social Club in in its fullocity.
0: Mm. RN now. <laughs> We've been longtime friends with the Social Club. Everyone knows that. Longtime Paper Keg fans. And this is this might come as a shock to everyone listening right now, but we're going to talk about a comic book at some point during oh! this show that we all really read. 100% read Jeff Loeb, Tim Sale. Tim
1: Sale. The, you the heard premise, of them? It, the premise it really isn't even on Wikipedia if you wanted to get the premise down. Just to let you know. It's <laughs>
2: and- <laughs>
0: You know what that means? That means Dale figured out how to use a soundboard, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's happening. Oh
1: God. Are we bringing the show back just so I can use a soundboard? With you? <laughs>
0: Please, we need to talk about this. <sighs> oh, uh, Wolverine Gambit victims. The number one book that was requested over our absence. They said, "Please come back. Please talk about Wolverine Gambit victims." Yeah, when you're
1: when you're in, you know, when you <sighs> idiot. When you have the uh, paper keg Twitter account assigned... No one edited that out. When you you have the paper keg Twitter account assigned on your phone and you get, you know, DMs, you get replies. If you check paper keg's tweets and replies column, (laughs) Wolverine Gambit Lobe Sale 1995 Victims, I can't think of a better reason to bring this show back (laughs) for its celebratory (laughs) episode.
2: Episode 307 ish I know the slack has been gagging for it. Uh, the public at large has gone to a grassroots campaign saying why, over the six or so years that you did a regular podcast, was victims never in you know the rotation. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't think any of us on a good conscience could let it go, not one week further.
0: Not during this worldwide pandemic. Oh,
2: that people need this podcast like they need Keurig lid peelings put together with some sort of non abrasive, non toxic glue that could be used right. to wipe any
0: surface. We've been busy since we've been gone. How many years has it been since our last episode? One at least. Seven. Seven three? years. Uh, episode 300 was our last comic book. Just to set this stage, it's been a big week as of recording. I just want to call out in particular, VP of Merchandise has done something monumentous. Started a brand new podcast about low-rent movies, low-rent horror movies. It just dropped, the first episode just came out this week, Bat, Ampersand, Spider. Bat and Spider. <laughs> you can. We'll have a link in the episode notes, but how about it, Dale? You're off and running right now in a whole new venture.
1: <laughs> whole new venture. It's it's a whole new different realm of uh, trying to do this. Um, you know, I haven't tr- tried to front run a show since, uh, you know, I guess Bookjug. And back then, you know, it was a lot different uh, situation editing a show like that and trying to uh, just be point man. Slim, you have talent for days. Thank you. And uh, to be able to do something like that is very awesome. And uh, I'm excited to be able to do this. You know, I kind of got that itch mm-hmm. and, um, you know, Chuck did too. And Slim sees that in a person and he's willing to bring it out of you through shame, but nice pleading and <laughs> and amazingness too. He's got the eyes for it. He's got the ears for it. And uh, we're excited to get... You know, into this, low-rent horror movies is, um, you know, something that I can pretty much stand. Some of the real stuff I get scared of, mm-hmm. but, you know, give me some fake carouser blood and things like that, and I'll be fine
0: without stomach churning and uh, You were watching, dial. Dale, correct me if I'm wrong on Letterboxd, you were watching the Friday the 13th movies in reverse order? There was a very strange order being presented to me in my letterbox feed.
1: Yeah, you know this is pr- this is probably the uh, you know the impetus for Bat and Spider, but uh, I always get the um, the ambition to do a rewatch of Friday the Thirteenth, and uh, on on around the most recent Friday the Thirteenth, VU-Do had uh, s- some sort of super sale for the uh, eight core Friday the Thirteenth movies for some absurd price, thirteen dollars, I believe, and I always start and I always stop at like movie number three. But uh, this time I started at number four. I said, you know what? I'm gonna buck the system. I'm gonna buck tradition. Start with number four and see how far I get. And it just turn, happens to turn out because I've probably seen one through three many more times than four through eight. Uh, so I started with four and then I looped back around again. on the Brought it up on the backside. Documented my journey through uh, Friday the 13th melange on letterboxd and uh, it's a series that i i love much deeply mm.
0: there is um if you're buying movies you know digital movies can be expensive we get that sure v- voodoo and movies anywhere work together like movies anywhere if you buy a movie that's not from paramount and you connect it to the movies anywhere service if you buy it on amazon it'll show up in youtube for you to watch or it'll show up in itunes for you to watch it all syncs everywhere Voodoo has something where if you own the disk, you can scan the u p c code and get the digital version for two dollars if it's in their service and I'm just gonna leave it at that, and you can do some googling there to get yourself some two dollar movies, but it's an amazing service. I hope it never goes away it's pretty it's pretty amazing and it's a pretty amazing that it's not really advertised mm-hmm. probably because can't
1: let the people know I don't know I don't know
0: real quick, I did want to bring up since you refuse. To post a letterbox review of James Bond Spectre.
2: Oh, are you gonna are you cornering me live today? Before taste we the power get into
0: any other topics of the airwaves, use we them. We were both going simultaneously through what? the Craig movies.
2: We were Dutch Ruttering, yes, I agree.
0: And you know, I I amped up a rating. I think I added a half star or a full star to my Skyfall rating. I acquiesced. Mm. I allowed so it it's to greatness. happen. Yep. And into my heart, Deacon's de God. And <laughs> <laughs> I get to his follow up, Sam Mendez, his follow up, Spectre. Deacon's not on that picture. Steaming pile of filth, one star, Ooh. Spectre, my review. Jonesy plays. What happened?
2: <laughs> what happened to the Gen-Z, franchise? Thank uh, Listen, if I were Daniel Craig and I had just filmed Spectre and seen the edit, I would also, in a rage, announce to the world that I was quitting James Bond. Uh, yeah. I, I just want to... Just get a piece of pen and paper out. I want, I want you to write this down.
0: Uh, I, I'm doing it right now.
2: Christoph Waltz as mm. Blofeld. Hot off G-O-T-G. Dave Patista as a villain. The brand
1: new D.B. From Aston Martin. Was the villain's name uh, eyes too close together to one another? Uh, <laughs> finger. I'm assuming
2: that's a Batista reference. I I apologize to everyone for not getting it. Uh, <laughs> Sam Mendez returning. Monica Bellucci as a as a bond woman, Bond lady, whatever whatever they are now. On paper, this movie should be astounding. Uh, but what we got? What we got? Uh, was not good. It wasn't. Give me the rating
0: right now. Give it to me.
2: uh, I'm gonna give it uh, one and a half stars. (sighs) And uh, the first star is for the Aston Martin, and uh, the half star might be for Ray Fiennes. He was terrific as in. I, I just want you it. to know, Daniel Craig, if you're out there listening, we'll always have Casino Royale, Quantum of Solace that I am an outspoken fan of, and, and Skyfall, probably the most perfectly made and, and executed modern Bond film of my certainly my generation. Uh, but Spectre was, you guys, the, the magic wasn't there for that one. Now, maybe... Maybe I walk into a theater in November of this year and I see No Time to Die and the magic has returned. And that's certainly a risk I'm willing to take for our love, Daniel, what we've experienced together over this decade of Bond filming and Bond watching.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: but uh, I just, there's, there's only one thing left, and that's the specter of my heart. And it, will, mm. it won't return until another good Bond film is released. You heard it. I mean, I'll take a three-star Bond film
0: at this point. The A.K. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I couldn't stand Blofeld in that movie. He'd run around in those uh, toms with no socks. Christoph Waltz looked like he wandered on the set. The half-brother angle? Is that in any of the books, even remotely, like about another character?
2: He has a half-brother. I mean, his origin is correct, but I don't think the half-brother was ever alluded to to be
1: Blofeld. If we could pivot back to Casino Royale, is it the definitive Bond? Yeah. Daniel Craig's Casino Royale. Definitive?
2: Uh, Well, you and I uh, used to do a show called Book Jug, and we Mm -hmm. did Casino Royale, and I think we both agreed that that movie might have been the most realized version of a Bond novel. And with the mm. exception of Timothy Dalton, uh Daniel Craig is the most Fleming ish James Bond to be portrayed yet on film.
0: You heard your first after Book Jug. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Is People Book Jug coming back?
2: I don't I don't know is that, that what I don't know that Dale can up the schedule for another podcast.
0: yeah, uh, I heard whispers you're you're cooking something else up on top of Bat and Spider. Can you, are you prepared in front of the paper keg listening audience (laughs) to now announce what you've got cooked up? Please. (laughs) Look, my loyal listener base,
1: when the time comes, they will know. Wow.
0: Keeping it close to
2: version two where I've been recast uh, by Danny.
0: Uh, Danny loves beer. (laughs) Welcome to the show. Is there anything else we want to discuss? Um, do we want to talk about how Dale potentially has gout before we get into the book club? <laughs> if there are any doctors that still listen to this show,
1: I think we know. Uh, a I know one. You do? Yeah, Dirk, feel good. Come on, man. Yeah, Dirk. I mean, he's. I I threw it out there in Slack PK Slack, and he hasn't. He didn't take the bite, so I'm not going <laughs> to pressure him to. You know, maybe it doesn't feel comfortable. It's, you know, it's, it's a lot to just try to, you know, uh, diagnose somebody over a Slack chat. Yeah,
0: diagnose their foot but over a Slack.
1: I woke up yesterday with the, the biggest, I couldn't put my weight on my foot. And the over the top arch of my foot, slightly left of center, there was like, uh, you know, a, a little area that was so sensitive to the touch, I couldn't even touch it. Now, in this current climate,
0: pandemic
1: pandemic i don't want to take undue risk by heading to an er so i've been you know rotting away my foot has been gangrenous for the weekend because <laughs> i haven't left my house and i'm i'm hobbling around i'm sweating from the brow so much walking around trying to maintain some sort of semblance of life because i I can't just sit down it's like the day i got my uh, vasectomy my you, you can't just sit in this house and expect to be guilt like
0: james Kahn in misery where he has those broken legs <laughs> and they show his hobbled right. feet, his bruised black and blue feet.
1: Right. Picture James kind of misery, but y- your family guilts you into still getting up out of that bed <laughs> with the, uh, the sawhorse tied to your ankles <laughs> and you wobbling around to make sure there's some order and semblance <laughs> because you're not allowed to just rest. If you're resting, if you're sitting doing nothing, what are you doing mm-hmm. to contribute to society and, and to the household? So, you know, if somebody splits this foot open tomorrow, it's probably going to smell to oh. high heaven. I can only imagine what's going to happen. The, the tenderness of somebody just like, it's going to look like that scene in Freddie Got Fingered <laughs> on the skate ramp. <laughs> if I can be so descriptive.
0: You getting on WebMD? Is there some kind of WebMD video portal with your local uh, doctor? Like asking you to install out to video chat with them, show them your foot. That's what I'm checking out tomorrow
1: because they farm out the work on the weekend. Mm. So tomorrow morning, I'll be contacting my local doctor practice. Who I I went to see the one doctor once since moving to a new state, and he has since left the practice. So I'm essentially don't have any doctor currently, but I have a practice, a doctor's practice. Who
0: practices? Nobody knows what that means. Nobody.
1: Nobody knows what that means. If there are any doctors who want to chime in and tell me what that means, 70mmpod at (laughs) gmail.com.
0: Do not send any foot photos to 70mmpod at gmail.com, please. Send that to batandspiderpod at gmail.com.
2: If you could put your phone up to the foot and then dial, leave a voicemail, they would appreciate it.
0: Tim Sale, Jeff Loeb, the maestros coming to bat to Marvel comics to put some magic together for these two love, beloved characters. Uh, Jensie, can you walk us through the synopsis for this book?
1: Are you in a book club? We are.
2: Want to read along with us? God.
0: That has been played in maybe 10 years. <laughs> that file.
2: We are. God, I still remember in my apartment. Where we recorded those sounders, and my AC unit was on, and Slim said, it's got to go off. (laughs) (laughs) It's 106 degrees. We can't open the window because of traffic noise. And I remember Slim was on the sofa, and my wife had gotten this red corduroy couch cover (laughs) that in the heat might have been like the surface of the sun.
1: Oh, Jesus.
2: And Slim just sat there drenched... (laughs) Drenched in sweat (laughs) as we recorded these. And I was in a leather recliner with shorts on, and my ham hocks were like sticking to the leather as I had to constantly readjust. But we did it for for you, Dale. For this moment. We did it for you. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, So, anyway, Victims, right? Is uh, (laughs) a a four issue mini uh, with a classic mid 90s. X-Men format that I still love and I get the tingles uh, down under for whenever I read which is the mutant's name is Gambit. He's a X- <laughs> like yeah. it's like we we establish who the characters are every issue and the story is basically that there are there's the return of Jack the Ripper in London and Jack the Ripper kills someone who Gambit is not quite close to, but a woman he respects who's also an inspector uh, with Scotland Yard. So Gambit realizing that Rogue uh, Shetty is never going to, you know, they're not going to be able to touch. We no bumping. He's like, I got to, I got to, I got to take a walkabout and go to England. And he starts investigating these uh, Jack the Ripper murders. And, it's not a scalpel this time that gets the uh the young ladies it's the claws of the mutant himself the wolverine and what follows is a four issue romp of did he or didn't he uh a basically walk down memory lane for both gambit with possibly the the inclusion of my favorite X-Men villain of all time arcade my god
1: Wow, and, I don't think that's ever been revealed. Listen,
2: I have spent more hours than I can count playing Spider-Man, The X-Men, Arcades, Revenge, than any living human being uh, currently surviving COVID nineteen. I hold that 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 mantle. <laughs> so uh, that's it. There you have it. Did Wolverine do it? Was were the women arcades robots? Were they all a mental exercise from the daughter of Mastermind? You have to read
1: to find out. That's Jonesy. I mean, can we give it up for Jonesy? Well said. I don't have an applause on my soundboard yet. yet, but I'm going to get I one. Have, I might
0: have something. Here we go. I
1: thought I, was, <laughs> I
2: thought I was about to get underscored. I thought that's...
1: Oh, um, Hold on.
2: <laughs> leave, leave all this in. Don't edit this out. You just...
0: <laughs>
1: oh, I still got it. So so how can we even start? So, okay, Slim, you mentioned the, the year 1997, and that's important mm. because I believe the the bound volume came out in 97, but the issues came out in like 94. Oh, really? I did some wow. triple, quadruple checking because of there's a lot of misinformation out there. Thank you for checking. And
2: it was like, do I have yeah, to read this tell- book? I can't just read the wiki. <laughs> does,
0: this, does this book actually exist? Can I verify its existence? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck me and my comic <laughs> reading asshole ass.
1: Yeah. Um, I was so hard up for some gambit. And to, to come back for some gambit, I can, well, so back to 1994, I can tell you that my 13-slash-14-year-old body was not ready for a Tim Sale-drawn Wolverine and Gambit.
0: How ugly I did Gambit in look in that first issue? He looks heinous. What woman would he be was, seduced by him?
1: <laughs> he was so gaunt, and, I, I mean, it was it was Tim Sale, for sure, <laughs> but no, it was not, it was, I mean, I don't, you know, I love comics, we love comics. Mm-hmm. It wasn't long Halloween Tim Sale no it was something else there were some cool colors and and illustrations of the uh, the best there is wolverine at what he does but i was not prepared my 14 year old self was not ready for a gambit drawn by timson mm-hmm. and i was not prepared for a, a comic storyline that either should have been six issues or like two issues oh yeah right? right
2: yeah i mean i'm gonna go out there and say it before we get started uh the two creators are legendary and I thought um, Victims at best was half cocked. Mm. You know? um, I gotta be honest, there were some panels that took my breath away. Like, for instance, when he does the negative image drawing of Gambit of Wolverine jumping off the building, kind of like a direct homage to uh, his long Halloween covers. Uh, Fantastic. But it felt like The 80 20 principle. He spent 80% of his energy doing 20% of this book.
0: And the rest is just eh. Issue two is such a good example of that. There are some, I thought maybe the digital files were broken because I was looking at a page that had maybe two panels on it. Just like he drew them really small and then like blew them up. And then that, and then he did like a (laughs) silhouette behind the two panels. It looks like the biggest half ass page. In a mainstream comic that I can remember.
1: You know, I'm glad. That's funny that you mentioned that because I had the same things. Like It felt like somebody who was trying to play with panels, but was trying to be like this undertones of, I got this, Mm -hmm. but like, I check out these panels, check out this experimentation, but really, no, not in a, not in a story that needed a little bit more meat to it. For even four issues, when you're having a one or two complete pages with maybe two slender panels stretched across, across like
0: issue two, does have amazing artwork in it. Like you can tell he, you know, he did. He skipped the chase scene where they meet up with Mastermind. Like he's like, okay, I got to half-ass this because I got three (laughs) double-page spreads to get through at the end of this issue, and that's where my time needs to be. And they look great. With that said, I think the coloring was one of the worst decisions in this book. Like, I want to read a black and white version of this because the digital coloring in, I guess you said, 1994, it's just not up to snuff. It's mm -hmm, hot garbage. mm -hmm.
2: Don't be polite. It's bad. But I love, uh, you know, we were getting ready to read this and I'm a Gambit fan, uh, like Dale, but mostly from the animated series. And I'm getting excited to read this book. And I'm thinking gambit on a rooftop with the trench coat flowing like batman's cape and the tendrils of purple energy like curling around his arm as he's got cards or knives whatever he wants and i that it never scratched that itch for me
1: and that's what i wanted yeah and it's almost jonesy like gambit didn't even flex and maybe Je- uh, Tim and Jeff didn't ma- have him flex, but honestly, it felt like whenever I was watching the X-Men animated series and Gambit, you wanted Gambit to be the coolest mf and just kick everybody's ass, but he just got laid out in the first second of the fight. It just felt like that most times. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is It was just half-assed, um, adversarial... Like relationship we know Wolverine and Gambit have, but it, you know it's it, it was just a little too cheeky or something. He's having Gambit like accuse Wolverine with with zero
0: evidence, but well, you know, I, yeah, you know, Wolverine there with bloody claws, okay. right? And then I think at the time too, they even referenced, like, oh, Logan, you know, you're you're more feral than you have been, and I <laughs> yes. I think this was around the Bone Claw era, maybe. I can't remember what was happening at this time, but he was like sleeping outside of the mansion, which I think was fallout of age of apocalypse. If I remember correctly, like he was distant after that ended. And then, so he's like not himself. And he also referenced like rogue has left for a period of time, which I think there was a rogue mini series around this period of time. So like Mm. they wrote her out of this mini series and there's just so much of this. Like I read it, I didn't read it that fast but so much of this mm-hmm. is just doesn't make any sense to me like Wolverine they don't explain I feel like they didn't even really explain that Gambit knew her until issue 3 like from my first read through maybe I did read through issue it too 3 fast.
2: starts out with a huge flashback
0: but they didn't, and that's they the, didn't even reference the best part of Gambit's yeah, story yeah they didn't even reference like during yeah. the danger room scenario Nope. he just says like i need to get some air so i'm going to to x yeah to <laughs> yeah. london <laughs> then he goes to london and then when he's investigating the girl's death that he reads about in the paper He's like, uh, I kind of knew her when he's meeting the parents. Like it's, right. it makes it seem like he's making it up because he's killing time to try to investigate a murder. He never references yeah. knowing her ahead of time until issue three. And
1: so, yeah. So what, how do you end up in London? How do you end up in London with Wolverine there?
0: They never, expl- how does he, how does he get there? Wolverine and, and is there. The oh. mind control. Even oh, so like, even if he's there due to masterminds mind control, Why? Why, what is their plan? So, Arcade right. tells Mastermind that Wolverine killed Locke, his girlfriend that I'm only hearing about for the first time in the final issue. <laughs> and right. he's like, Wolverine <laughs> killed my girlfriend. Uh, we need to frame him for these other murders. So, Mastermind is like into this and then takes control of Wolverine's mind and puts him at the place of these other murders. It's nonsense. It's absolute nonsense. Oh. And if if you're ultimately going to have Wolverine bots do the killing
1: anyway, why draw Wolverine out? Just blame Wolverine could be on the other side
0: of the planet. Just blame what him anyway. The lock thing, Junzi.
2: <laughs> you just been on the score. How does that.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, so. Explain to
2: me. Jeff Loeb, celebrated writer. I mean, love him, hate him. He he has won awards for it. Wouldn't it make more sense for Gambit to have that danger room uh, experience, then cut to the flashback where his mind drifts back to this relationship that he had with this woman? And, you know, the explanation is, I just found out she died. I'm here to blow some steam. You know, I can't have Rogue. Uh, I need to go do this. I need to clear my head. I need to go Uh find my, you know, and then you're into it. Not action beat, action beat, action beat. Oh, we need to explain this and then wrap it up in a single issue. Uh, And Arcade is so underutilized. It's basically they just hang it on them. You see them in four panels. And then the final issue, everybody gangs up and puts them in Arkham Asylum because that's essentially (laughs) where it was. I mean, I just don't understand. I don't understand how this book was pitched. uh, Or else they just said, hey, we're going to work together. Can we have Game of Wolverine? Everybody's like, yes, just do whatever you
1: want with these two characters.
0: Yeah, we'll figure it out as we go.
1: And if you're going, yeah, exactly, Jonesy. If you're going to start, if you're going to reference Jack the Ripper, have some meat or have something to actually prove that maybe Jack the Ripper is Listen. doing the killings, not just say, oh it's oh, it's just like Jack the Ripper when you read the covers the or just yeah, Jack the
2: exactly Ripper. when you read the cover, blurred for this, you think Wolverine and Gambit are gonna set their differences aside and play detective for four issues, and this is mm-hmm. gonna be really good, and then what you get is like like a mishmash of three different stories. And the only part I really liked is when Wolverine fantasizes about Mariko.
0: But even then I felt like that's, that scene didn't make any sense because the, they start you out in their like fantasy storylines. But w- what is yeah. the point of that? Even like, they're, they're, I think they're being kidnapped maybe at that point, or they're just like asleep in an alley. Like, what is the point of that f- f- trickery? That Was mind it, trickery? Or how about this book and the book where you realize that
2: Gambit and Wolverine have been asleep this whole time, and they right fl- like
0: in the Batman animated series right exactly. where he right. wakes up and he's got the hat on
2: exactly right. That would have been that would have made yeah.
1: much more sense. I think the only reason why they were fantasizing about this was because Arcade was going to have or Mastermind was going to have Wolverine kill Gambit, but in the dream state, like he was killing you know an invader of him and Mariko's mm-hmm. house, I think, but. Still, I mean, you back to the arcade stuff. It it just seems so silly to uh, to p- put him in four panels. But then you know the over the over narration is like arcade, an assassin, the most dangerous assassin because he's crazy and psycho. <laughs> like, prove to me that he's an assassin. He's just a silly, right? He crazy sits, person. He looks he's, like a total he has, Poindexter. Yeah.
0: He sits behind a large, yeah, computer yeah. Mo- a hundred inch computer monitor. And sets traps up for the X-Men. That's, like, his entire thing.
1: Right. If you need to prove that he's crazy and still an assassin, like, somehow make him dripping with poisonous, uh, you know, rage, and he's willing to just do anything to anybody. Like the Joker. Not, you know, not necessarily be the Joker, but have something, have an edge to him if you're going to call him an assassin. A, a psychotic, crazy assassin with no boundaries. But, but you know, the setup is you're killing women like Jack the Ripper, and, you know, there's no proof to that. There's a cursive letter, but there's no storytelling
0: about Jack the Ripper. I still don't Ripper. even know what happened. Like, were, were there actual women being murdered by Arcade, and he was just framing Wolverine with the Wolverine robots? Like, what is the that's, actual
1: story? That's my That's my take on it, yes. But why Wolverine? Because there was no, they weren't like turning everybody against him. Gambit just happened to be there because he went to London and then he found out he knew somebody. You know, where's anybody? It could have been anybody. That's great right. logic. Why not just keep it Jack the
0: Ripper? Why not? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or any, anyone. Yeah. Like make a, make a robot know. of Why some Wolverine? random dude. Like the, yeah. you caught him and his only programming is to just sit in jail for the rest of his days. Like, I, I just I, got out of it. did he are, only start it because he murdered Locke?
2: Yeah, his girlfriend, woman? essentially.
0: And they were playing, what was the story They were playing games, and she, like, won the game and slid his face off or something, and then he killed her. <laughs> like, oh, I was so annoyed just I reading just, that entire I backstory. Have, there's,
2: like, a cutout or uh, a, a deleted scene where Arcade tries attempt 75 to build a robot, pulls off the cloth, it's a Wolverine, and he goes, Ah, again! every time i try it's
1: always a wolverine that comes out (laughs) no wolverine tell me you did not cut these women tell me you remember uh what you actually did wolverine please do not be the feral man mostly monster at this point like
0: wolverine's like yeah i don't know if i did i don't know if i I I did it gambit i don't know he's got the blood (laughs) dripping from his claws i can't tell you i didn't do it Like these, these idiots are so susceptible to uh, mind control at this point. Yeah. Like they're useless. They could have just killed each other there. Yeah. They could have just killed each other there without any more Exactly. Why not just mind control them into murdering each other at that point? That's how useless they are. (laughs) I will say that some of the Wolverine. Gambit. Some of the Wolverine art in here. Reminded me a lot of McFarlane's Wolverine in that Spider-Man adjective series. Oh. Like the shadow play of just his nose and like the ears and stuff. But man, if we were gonna do a good Gambit one, do you remember his original limited series, that Lee Weeks one uh, that w- somebody was reading in the Slack recently? Can we delete
2: this episode and then come back and <laughs> yeah. do Lee Weeks?
1: Remember? I know, right? And, the and Teves That was even brought up. <laughs> the Teves That was even brought up, but I was like, I wanted, uh, you know, I don't know, in my heart, I wanted like, A Kingdom Come or something, Supercell or... Bella Donna. We may have done done all that already. So, I was like, let's do friggin' Gambit Wolverine. Like, I remember... And I specifically kind of wanted to do it because I remember being of that age and not really digging it. And I wanted to revisit it because after seeing, you know, uh, Spider-Man Blue and Hulk Green and all these... And Long Halloween and Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale, you know, throughout all of our paper Mm keg-ness... I was ready to go back and, and read something. But, Daredevil you know, Yellow
2: is like, amazing. Yeah. Why wouldn't this be Bella amazing?
0: Belladonna. The Bella Elixir Belladonna.
1: Logan, please tell me you did not cut these women and you can remember them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can't I tell can't, you, Gagey. I, I did. can't <laughs> tell you. I can't <laughs> tell you. Also, what was the look? So he goes Remi. to... He go- <laughs> he goes to ask his old flame's de- uh, parents about like the murder and they ask if he's like french or something and he says no cajun and they oh. exchange glances as if that's like this big tip off that he is either a good guy and he and they're bad guys and they like go call the cop like what is that signal to them did they know yeah. about their relationship that was so weird they, they both parents look at each other like oh shit we got to call the cops did right the cop, now.
1: Did the cop come around beforehand like, you know, there might be a Cajun that shows up, not a Frenchman, a Cajun person, and he might show up. And if he does start asking questions, you got
0: to let Was me know. Was there some big
2: anti-Cajun sentiment in the 90s that we just missed because we were so <laughs> Maybe. young? Maybe.
0: If this Cajun specifically calls out the Thieves Guild, you need to call this number. <laughs> sorry, That's my direct line. you said the Thieves line. Guild?
2: No, you'll no, think it's thieves. the Teves
0: Guild. I remember <laughs> Belladonna is like they're... asleep. She like Mrs. drinks that thing and she's like a, in a coma and Gambit visits her in that miniseries. Stupid. <laughs> yeah, I just, just Gambit. Like I want Gambit to be the best. He is my favorite. Ultimately, right? I, I think got that Gambit miniseries. Production. But I remember that yeah. limited being pretty good. Maybe because the art was so
1: good. No, I think I think you're right. I just you know I I get down on Gambit. I I love him, bar none. I love mm. him. But when you think about his past, it's kind of you know he's a loser. It's kind of dumb. Yeah, He's kind of like, okay, you're the Thieves Guild, but you're married before, and you have this sordid past with the Thieves Guild's daughter.
0: Belladonna. And,
1: <laughs> Belladonna. Belladonna, whatever. Oh, yeah,
0: yes. He has that brother that that's like a, fr- a freak in that black suit, and he's got the claws in that miniseries. Dale, did, have you read that miniseries? Not since it's um. come out. I mean, I remember... I got it in my, my long boxes here somewhere. That's a foil cover, that number
1: one See, issue. Oh, if the
2: black that. with the gold? Mm-hmm. The designs oh, of those
0: covers were amazing. That That, that might was be the amazing. first
2: comics I ever bag oh. and boarded.
0: Oh my God, Joseph! I think those yes.
2: four issues, I went back to ADZ Comics and Huntington Valley and got a box of bag and boards. And then I probably did Death of Superman after that when I figured I wanted to keep these things.
0: Boy, that was a clean ass store. Remember that store? Yeah, that was a gorgeous. that was what I would call a speculator store. Mm. Like they, I think, pretty sure they only sold new releases and like maybe oh. some action figures. They didn't last very long. Yeah, and location.
2: they were all in the glass cabinet. And if you want to see all those action figures,
0: uh-uh, puppy Yeah, they were gone. <laughs> That's some grimy nine year old kid.
1: Selling, they'll just sell you whatever. They'll just keep selling to you. Just, you know,
0: issue one and two, a slapstick <laughs> here. <laughs> This is going to be worth something. The other thing I didn't like in this issue was the, I mean, the literal, the literal ending. They go visit this woman's grave that Gambit knew. And he's talking to the grave with Wolverine next to him. He's like, hey, baby, I'm here. Uh, I'm here with Logan. I think you would elect him. Yada, yada, yada. And then they leave like two seconds later and both he and Gambit are talking about how they'll, every woman they love dies. And maybe we, maybe we weren't destined for love. I was like, this is so corny. This is such the corniest right. bullcrap. There's just no way two human beings would talk to each other like that. Like, we're not Especially destined for love. When... We can't love. We can't be loved. <laughs> right. It's just not happening. Because
1: because the entire rest of the four-issue mini – should have been like pounding in your head the whole time that they can't be destined for love that everything they love turns to yeah. death you know what mm-hmm. i mean like it's all of a sudden they
0: can't have love anymore It all it was just such a turnoff like yeah every woman we've known has ends up horribly murdered what do you think about that logan i don't know man maybe i just not haven't had a chance us. to think about it really but uh <laughs> you know you mention it
1: I was like Google. I was like googling like best Gambit stories. Great.
0: Is no you know results. We Google just
1: said no results.
2: <laughs> Google did this thing where it just says, "Are you sure you want to read this?"
1: Right. <laughs> Page one of one. We recommend uh, Wolverine mini. We recommend <laughs> Extinction Agenda. We re-
0: at like anything else. Yeah, I furniture. can't even name what the top ones would be outside of the miniseries. I mean, he's had many series, but they never last very long.
1: Yeah, yeah. even, uh, you know, since we've been on hiatus, I think he's been... He's probably had a few. They had a Gambit and Rogue that went on for 12 or 24 issues, and then they got married. I think that's the most recent, but I don't, you know, who knows what's up with them. Mm. I'd like to go back and read that, uh, the, was it, X Factor, where he was the head of that, um, like, company-sponsored superhero team or something. I I remember liking that, but uh, I don't know, you know, it's... Love hate relationship, and you know we're gonna. I'm gonna mm-hmm. keep coming back and thinking about what else I could
0: read from Gambit and presenting it to the uh, board. P- PK K-board. board, we're ready. We're, we'll be ready for the vote. But as everyone knows, Jonesy doesn't have a vote in the PK board. Nope. Uh, my vote. I don't even have a two. podcast anymore. When are we gonna find out that Jonesy's been cooking up some kind of seek top secret podcast? Nobody
2: wants to record at 9 a.m., which is the only time I'm available, and <laughs> so. I'll just rec- maybe I'll do a self recording of me just being emoted about other people recording.
0: I was listening to old episodes of Paper Keg in preparation for this because I couldn't remember what our format was. And Jonesy it was one of the episodes was Jonesy talking about his late night IG stories, his like four a.m. oh insomnia oh, yeah. stories, throes of it. Yeah, yeah, that was funny.
1: Wow, that,
2: it wasn't really though that funny.
0: <laughs> True. I mean, in
1: the episode, it was funny. <laughs> you still, you're not. Doing that right, Josie? You're back to kind of no, like two
2: with the with the epidemic. Uh, I don't have to get anybody up for school. So I sleep between two to two thirty to about seven thirty or eight. I, that's pretty good sleep for me.
0: Mm.
1: That's way better than what it used to be. Oh, it used
2: to be mm-hmm. two to six thirty, two to five,
1: three to six. <sighs> oh, what a show. God. What a book. What a book. I mean, it was it was fine. It was it was nice to
0: actually read some uh, comics. Yeah, it was on my much. other notes. I can't remember the last time I read an old comic. You know? Yeah. Since, what was the last comic you read before well, this? Well,
2: I was about to say, I was going to read two single issues and do like a lightning round, the return of the lightning round. And then I tried desperately to like look at the last couple weeks on CMX. And I was so confused by all of it, I just shut the iPad off. I'm not doing this I did
0: not even you are not content with just closing the app you had to shut the entire yeah, iPad done off. I'm <laughs> done with you
2: I'm to go get my Kindle Paperwhite and read the next Michael Connolly Bosch
1: book oh my jeez that's what you're talking
0: you know I downloaded those episodes on a recent work trip and I never ended up watching them but I came close Junzi thank you season one yeah season one of Bosch prime video
2: Titus Welliver. Probably one of the single best
1: detective actors I've seen in a long time. Jeez. Wow! I remember I got to season two. I should. P- I got to pick that back are up we, now. Are that- we doing Bosch
0: for a future paper gag uh, episode? Oh my god!
1: How could we not? Like it's got to be Holy better
2: than shit. Victims. I was so loud in my headphones. I think one of my fillings came out.
1: <laughs>
0: Bless. Little known fact, we're doing this episode on uh, Zoom, and Jonesy's computer has been missing so many updates that he couldn't have video <laughs> enabled. <laughs> the apps refused. <laughs> <laughs> to allow him to turn on video because his computer is so Zoom,
2: outdated. Uh, Zoom came up and said, hey, look, man, it's time for us to have a talk. We could see that you've never downloaded an update since you bought this computer in 2015. It's been five years. Do you think it's time? And I clicked off the dialog box. Don't you tell me to live Unreal. my life, Zoom. Yeah, US. don't you
0: dare. This is not, <laughs> this is mine. What's next? What's next for Paper Cake after this? I don't like Gambit Mini. Should we do back-to-back Gambit? I would I get mind. get it out of going, our system? I would mind coming back. Some point in the future, you know. 23 we, <laughs> we get we get the Lee Weeks drawn. I can't remember who wrote it. Probably Larry Hammer or something. <laughs> That's uh, not a bad guess. <laughs> it, might, it might be him. And then we we do it. All four issues. Oh my god you know? Get the man his due. Balladon. One final time. Howard Mackie. Oh. oh okay, wow. that makes more sense.
1: I know your father, leader of the oh, t <laughs> last,
2: the Cajun X-Man and his own limited series. Yeah, oh yeah, man, yeah, gold yeah, foil got... playing cards with a pink edge? You kidding me?
0: How did he not get an ongoing after that? He was so hot around that time. He was he was
1: super hot. I think he was like the
0: most the the
1: hottest thing mm-hmm. out of that era yeah i i uh during some of my searching jonesy and slim i i saw that there was a book called previously on x-men and it's about one of the people who was working on the cartoon at the time write his origin in the comics i think with that mini but also like get it into the uh, the show at the same time or something um Mm. just to just to keep abreast and like stay on top of the times and they like snuck in a storyline because of uh it wasn't approved to be uh, on the show or something. I, Interesting. Uh, it, made, it made me want to seek out I that I remember book. getting a Gambit figure, I think for
2: Christmas, that you plugged, it was like a ring of four cards, and if you press the oh, back yeah. tab, it will light up, oh, the cards God. will light up. Mm.
0: I Yeah, that first one was so hard for me to track down. Because remember he had that like chintzy leather jacket that was like brown plastic. plastic. Absolutely
2: tear apart. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No one has that toy with the jacket still on. Nope. It's just him without the jacket. (laughs) I loved his costume design, but I remember he, I think his second edition one was way better.
2: I really liked his, uh, and I never got the figure, which I still stymies me, but the book was okay, but his costume from Gambit and the Externals, Mm -hmm. where he plays like the starship captain in Age of Apocalypse. Yeah. I remember Mm. the costume, like he had like a really bitchin' Red scarf and a cape.
0: It was really neat. That entire line was well designed. I think Joe Madd might have designed those toys. Oh. Oh, I believe it. My word. The Magneto one was badass. The helmet was, like, perfect that you could take on and off. Remember the Weapon X Wolverine one? That's, like, maybe my all-time favorite Wolverine toy. His hair.
2: Now, I'm Googling where to find that figure and not spend it. Get it right now. Amazon Prime. Get it. Buy it now. Now.
0: May 10th. I just
2: I just held up my freaking phone to the camera that's not working.
1: <laughs> I I, fu- I firmly believe, here's my here's my belief. Yeah. Jonesy's up Jonesy's upgrade will take. It I don't think the upgrade will be a problem. I think GarageBand on the other side of things is going to be a little different. So it's going to be a little bit of a learning curve, not a lot. <laughs> But you're sure, have you said he tried to talk me off of a ledge. Don't
0: don't get him started now, Dale. We'd it's to, too soon.
1: I are going to have to have a Zoom sesh just for this. Uh, <laughs> see you on the other side. Share. Here. Yeah. I,
2: I'll tell you what, I do like Zoom's layout better than Skype. Mm. Just my opinion.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Mm. Definitely.
2: $85. We can do this.
0: Oh my god, split it up. Okay. What figure is $85, the original Gambit?
2: Oh no, it's the sculpted one that I was talking about
0: Lights up. Oh, that one. Oh, yeah, yeah, man.
2: Yeah, Hasbro yeah. three pack of Cyclops with the leather with the leather jacket, Jean Gray and Wolverine from the animated series. Fifty five ninety
1: nine. What are you reading? Well, aside from right now,
0: I downloaded a. Actually, was just charging my Kindle. I downloaded a book about the history of Instagram. Uh. And the co-founders because they left on not so positive terms recently. So I was curious about how that transpired. So I'm going to be reading that whenever I have time, which isn't really yet. I've been playing a lot of Apex Legends, obviously. You got to push. You got to push. Make the push. Got to keep the push push alive. Season ends in a couple weeks. May 5th, I think, is the new season. Big changes coming. Mm. God, big changes. I, I downloaded uh, Luigi's Mansion recently. Uh, we played it for an hour or two. We haven't come back to it yet. Of course. You know? 60 bucks. Oh, how was it? Classic $60, $60 purchase at, uh collecting
1: digital dust. My kids were begging me to buy arms on Switch. And it's mm. a game. It's like a motion game where you use the Joy-Cons to, I don't know, punch... Mm-hmm. but it's $60. I'm like, no, you're not going to play Has this for more than hour. anyone
2: motion gaming since that original Wii Bowling? Has anyone cared about it <laughs> for a single nanosecond <laughs> since that
1: game? Yeah, not much. The, the Just Dance, I think, is still prolific, and um, but that's
0: it. Just nothing else. Like, what are you doing in your off time?
2: I've been reading a lot of books. i read been reading, uh, Bosch books. Uh, I went back and read um, the Kavoth books by Pat Rothfuss. Uh and then I had to take I can't really do too much fantasy in a row, so I went back to crime fiction. I think I'm gonna pick up um Longmire though. I stopped oh. Longmire about five books in, and I think I, I'm gonna pick it up on book six. Wow. And go from I've there. Thinking,
1: would you stop? I've been thinking about that same software. Uh
2: I think I had gotten To now, I don't want to spoil anybody, but this, these books came out years ago. Vic and Walt get together in the books. And, uh, (laughs) and then after that, the last season of Longmire came out on Netflix, and I put the books down to watch that. And I was like, I just think I never went back to it. So Mm. I'll probably pick that up again because Henry in the books is my favorite character, probably in the show too, but definitely in the books. I remember that last season. I don't think that show had a bad season. Now that I think about it,
0: remember when one bad what's this, villain. Remember this—the one episode where um, that that robber, the bank robber, mm. <sighs> Bob. <laughs>
2: that guy
0: had a tough life. Man. God, remember when life. Walt turns to him, asks how much he owes. Mm. Oh, Are you yeah. kidding me?
1: Jesus, that's a, that's. Top, top two, top three all, all moments time, of the show. All-time Longmire moments. One
2: of, the, one of the most shocking moments is, I think, the the penultimate season uh, when Walt's about to lose his sheriffdom or whatever. and they, they tell him to put his uniform on and he's in that closet with Vic and I think it's going to be a hot and steamy moment but he takes off his shirt and he's the hairiest man I've ever seen on camera. He like upper shoulder hair.
1: Oh my God. What a sex symbol,
0: Walt. He really was.
1: If, but if if Victoria's into it, then who are we to judge? My God. They were
0: throbbing for yeah, each other in that last season. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, they were...
2: Are, are we in the
1: fireside right now or, is, or are all these sounds canon? <laughs> They were totally like, yeah, I was, um, I was actually thinking about kind of coming back to the show and starting it over again on the old Netflix. But, um, you know, now that we're all in the same house and we never leave and I don't even put shoes on anymore. Uh, you know, I got a kid up here who's doing his classwork during the day and I can't do anything that I normally would when working from home I can't I can't put on a TV I can't put on music because as soon as I do the kid's going to get super distracted and he's not going to focus on what he's got to do so I just basically stare through my monitor on my my computer screen I stare through it and I get even less work done because I'm just all I'm thinking about the entire time is why can't I do what I need to do to be productive how much of the homework are they doing during the day uh, they just started last week. They're probably... It's probably like three hours. Oh! Really. But it's not... But it's a lot of, uh, you know, watching lessons. And then it's just begging them to please just write something on the digital paper. Just please do something. You know? God, three hours. But it's... <clears throat> yeah. It's... I mean, I wish... You know, I don't know what the story is. Because right now, I don't even know if they're past failing these kids or whatever. But I've been... I don't know. I'm half tempted to just have them stop. You know what I mean? Just stop it and we'll start again next year. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know what they're, because they're, they're viewing it as a checklist of things they got to get done, right? They're doing Mm -hmm. the absolute bare minimum of what they need to do. They're not learning anything, even though it's it's, the math is stuff that they haven't done yet. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it might be like a five minute lesson, but they're not soaking it in and they're just like, what do I need to know of this to get this done? And it doesn't matter because mom or dad is going to give me the answers anyway, because in hour four, uh, they're going to be so tired. They're just going to tell me what to write down oh, so we can man. all be done with it. The mat. There's kids are masterminds. <laughs> yeah. Masterminds. So I'm going to talk to the doctor about that too. I'm just going to, just going to pile on him. you know, when he's looking at my foot. <laughs> I'll probably make a joke like maybe maybe just shoot me in the head, Doc. You know something like and that. I'll something ignore it. To like. I'll like not even reference yeah. the joke. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I won't be able to see him smile be- behind the COVID
0: mask he's wearing. You know, <laughs> oh my when he's God, me. God, it's gonna be great. We started great. watching *Romancing the Stone*.
2: Great movie. Actually, I, I love that movie back in the day. It probably doesn't hold up.
0: I, yeah, I was getting kind of. I was honestly getting kind of bored. Um, so we shut it off. Put *Ghost Adventures* back on.
2: And then they did Jewel of the Nile. That that's the follow up, mm. and it was like weird. Michael Douglas wants to be Indiana Jones, but it's definitely not as good. So he he doesn't look like a
0: poor man's Indiana Jones in the movie. The he he, he looked, just looks like a vagrant wearing an Indiana Jones hat. <laughs>
2: <laughs> maybe I don't love that movie. God, strike the right.
0: <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe it's good. Maybe. I... Should have focused on it a little bit more. Definitely looked dated. I don't know if the copy that Hulu had was, you know, SD upscaled or something, but right. it definitely looked '80s. It wasn't That's a clean probably copy. why you didn't like it. That could be why. Cool. Kathleen Turner looking.
1: You Kathleen, know. she's got an
0: amazing voice. Kathleen Turner, yeah, she does. Serial yeah. Mom. What was her last gig? Serial no, Mom. Was I was thinking, a rabbit. I was thinking that because I remember reading an article about Kathleen Turner. I think, I'm not sure if she turned into a recluse or something or she just quit Hollywood after a certain point and the interview mm. was, I'm not sure if it was an Alec Baldwin interview or like a New York Times article. Mm. Oh, you know what? She might have lost her voice for a period of time due to some kind of illness. Maybe that's why I read it. Kathleen Turner, if you're out there, you yeah. come on for a Gambit episode. Kathleen, if you got that voice back, babe, uh,
1: let's <laughs> talk about some of the good Gambit that's out there. Please. And if you got any more recommendations of other good Gambit, please I'm tell us. The only good
0: Gambit.
2: <laughs> Noted Gambit enthusiast, Kathleen Dark. Is Durer.
0: Gambit the Boba Fett of the X Men comics? <laughs> he has to be. He might be. He just gets a bad ride back right? that I mean, there are some good Boba Fett comics, though, if I remember correctly. All right, yeah, but so. there's
2: only like three compared to the whole catalog that's out there.
0: How is the HD? Is it an HD on Disney Plus, the X Men animated series? Uh, oh, no, boy. No, it's not. How
2: about Brawl. season three when the art changed and it was god awful and everything was recycled? Mm. That?
1: How far are you there? I'll let you know. I'm at the end of season two.
0: What's the finale of season two? Is it some sentinels baloney or is it the Phoenix, CR? I think. Oh, wow. Phoenix was season two? I think so. Well, I remember Dale. seeing commercials for the wrong. Phoenix saga. I still remember
2: like that theme whenever she's on screen. It's like, ah! Is that right, Dale? Am I right?
1: By pretty close? Season two was like a super whirlwind. whirlwind. It was like Genosha. Oh. Was huge. A lot of it was Great just like there was, there was a lot of multi part episodes uh, back to back to back. Apocalypse in there with uh, turning Angel into Archangel. That's what I think I'm on now. But they're just like hitting these massive storylines one after the other. What's the
0: storyline where Morph comes back as like a zombie?
1: Morph. <laughs> I, I don't I can't Jesus I can't remember that I remember it remember he had an remember. action
0: figure that came with like a zombie dead morph head or like they resurrect them or something I'm not, actually you know what? that might have been an apocalypse storyline I wonder if he was like a horseman or something
1: yeah I think yeah I think it was humor he, heat or mystique was effing with was effing with Wolverine oh, that could at be time too he
0: probably also came with a mystique head yeah
2: remember night the sentinels where Gabe has empowered that card in the elevator And all the Sentinels try to see what it is. And there's that huge explosion. The Gambit was the man. And then we read Victims.
0: God, that show coming out. Remember the commercials they used to play? That was the hottest shit Mm. period for us. Like the commercials that X-Men the Animated Series is coming at like 8 o'clock at night. Oh my God. Mm. Yeah, Night of the Sentinels. It's on prime time. Morph getting hit with that blast. (laughs) A noise <laughs> Marv, Marv. Marv. Uh-huh. And and he made. And rolls down the like, hill. The
1: continuity in season two, like Beast does something to get put in jail. He's literally in jail the entirety of season two. I remember that. Waiting it's like Beast isn't a real human that's not available because of a pregnancy or paternity. <laughs> he could be in the episodes if you wanted him to be.
0: <laughs> it was almost like the writers knew they weren't smart enough to use a smart character like Beast. And they're like, we got to go lock this guy away. We can't write Beast. <laughs> yeah. We're not smart enough.
1: Right, because because he'll sound smart when he's just saying, you know, I'm
0: waiting for my day in court. God, like, how deep is beast to be able to be have that patience? Yeah. Like, they're probably because justice will prevail. Of themselves, we got to pull up William Shakespeare quotes every day and the writer's in right? For this, yucks, I don't think so. Put him in jail,
1: <laughs> man. The chap, this chapter on previously on X Men is going to be amazing. How about when they did they
2: uh, I think they had to infiltrate some space base and they all had the stealth costumes on oh, just for that, I think, that was episode?
0: maybe or Ashford. <sighs>
2: And Wolverine had that black on blue costume that was so hot. hot I had, I had Space right
0: Wolverine for sure.
2: I had the Blackbird, I remember. Oh, yeah. And I had... Um,
0: Danger Room? Was that I one? I had
2: Blackbird. I had like the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants helicopter, which never featured in the series, but I had to have. And uh, I had Wolverine's yellow and blue claw car.
0: Mm. Remember the version two apocalypse toy where you could like pop his arms off and replace them with, you know, like big hammers or something like that. He morphed into
2: never had it, but definitely wanted it. I know exactly what you mean.
0: That was real good. Yeah. The cable figure was amazing. That first one, the X-Force ones. Cause I think Liefeld designed those, those original, that original line of X-Force toys.
2: Mm. I had a real hard arm for cable back in the day
0: one of my favorite X-Men yep oh yeah definitely my boy Nate Gray Shatterstar
2: you were the only one that had a thing for Shatterstar sorry sorry to break it for Shatterstar I remember you telling me one time you thought he was going to be the next Wolverine
0: I remember being so annoyed when he guest starred in a Wolverine issue where he's like revealed that he meant to drop and find the X-Men and instead he found like the new mutants. I was like, Oh man, we were so close to having him on the X Men. <laughs> this sucks.
2: That's like me being really into long shot. Like nobody cares.
0: Uh at least I wasn't into Gambit.